access granted. Gentlemen, welcome back to the War Room. How are we doing? I'm beautiful, mate. How are you? Fucking uh, awesome. Awesome uh, as normal. Just Dave's, are, Dave's always beautiful. Look at him. Right. That mane. Yep. Well, um, after the last podcast, when I, st- when I started it by saying, oh, I'm going to put this on uh, YouTube and uh, fucking set fire to my YouTube channel, uh, the uh, YouTube decided to make me look all f- like I feel dead self-important and didn't take the podcast down. So isn't that nice? We just have to try harder. We must. Well, I mean, realistically, we tried pretty hard last week. Are you on this self destruct? You on self destruct? You want you want to burn it? Do you mean in social media terms or no? In just life? burn your YouTube channel. <laughs> well, no, no. Well, if it happens, it happens. I don't mind. It doesn't. It does. I I don't use it too much to be to be that bothered about. Yeah. You know? I honestly don't care as long as you don't burn mine in the process. No, no, no. It's fine. Look, I, all I know is is that if I burn this YouTube this YouTube channel, I can uh, I can get the subscribers back again by just bitching my way off your platform and constantly plugging my new my new uh, YouTube for it. So it'll be fine. Look what getting cancelled did to Alex Jones. Got him yeah. on everybody's podcast. Hey, he made a shitload of money. Mm. He's a. Uh, uh, he was on t- the Tinfoil Hat podcast with Sam Tripoli this weekend and Eddie Bravo, and uh, it feels it feels like Mister Jones is um, going to start dabbling in the old flat Earth stuff now. Oh, he's a uh, yeah. The, after speaking to Eddie Bravo, he's uh, he doesn't doesn't appear to be married to the ball anymore. Who's not married anymore? Married to the ball. It was in the spinning ball uh, in the sky. Uh, see, I'm not a flat earth proponent, but I'm not a globist either. I actually think the nature of reality is much more different. Hmm. Yeah. How so? I, I, I lean towards maybe some kind of, I don't know, a simulation is, is too... Too simple Ooh. a word, and I get that it gets thrown out there a lot. But uh, simulation theory, in my eyes, is a um, a reality term. Oh, it's creationism for atheists. But I'm not an atheist. No, no, I, I know you're not. But that I think that's what <laughs> that's like. It, it's, it's yeah, fucking, I think that's a good. Yeah, it's yeah. a religion for nerds, and it and the weird the weird thing of it all is, is it's completely creationism. Like, yes. oh, what are you? You can't have a simulation without a fucking, like a programmer, architect, or God, if you want. Um, it's really strange. I, I, I find it dead weird how people um, will go, yeah, well, there can't be like a God, but we probably live in a computer game. It's it's really strange. Yeah, man. It it When I've had this conversation with other people, they mean like, you mean we're in a video game? Well, no, I don't, we're not in a video game. But how do you know our, not, our whole reality like whatever quantum string that this thing is all just kind of anchored to wasn't just created for the sole purpose of this little experiment mm-hmm. maybe it's an experiment that fleshless beans could have flesh and be limited limitless beans could be limitless limited you know beans mm-hmm. of energy could 
be made manifest so they can experience, you know, everything. Or maybe that's how all, all future, whatever, I don't know. It's pretty, it's a pretty wild concept, but I mean, think about it. If you're going to birth into the universe or whatever, we possibly can't even imagine the universe to be. Cause I think that that concept in itself is actually limited. Like the, the concept of eternity isn't something humans can truly grasp, but, mm-hmm. uh, if you think about our reality as like a womb or a training ground or a birthing center, you know, if you're going to, before you let something like that loose into the, whatever comes next, maybe it's good. You stick them in some flesh, take away most of their senses, senses and uh, give them a little pain. I am. Um, I, I did find one interesting thing on the, um, Sam Tripoli thing when he was talking to, there was a guy, did you, did anybody watch that? Um, I think it's still on YouTube. The Flat Earth documentary that came out quite recently. It was called Le- Level, I think it's called. I don't know. Again, I'm not a Flat Earther. I just think it's it's stuff that helps me get you over. You just like to dabble. Yeah, it, it helps me get over hangovers. Um, and uh, the guy that was the producer of that was on the podcast, and he said quite an interesting thing, similar to what we just said about um creationism and um simulation theory and he said why is it so difficult for people that are quite happy to say space is infinite um that when it comes to flat earth he said people always go to the floating island in the middle of space he said well that appears to be not what flat earthers believe in uh they believe in the plane but uh he, he said why is it so hard to think that's so it's so easy to believe space goes on forever and so hard to believe that maybe the flat bit that we're on goes on forever. So essentially land, sea, and water is just infinite, goes on forever past the ice wall. Yeah, see, I, I had a, I, you know, I went to, my very, very first school I went to was a private religious university. And uh, they used to talk about this in the beginning of the Old Testament, about the firmament and the flat earth and the pillars that it was built upon and, all that and the waters held above that encompassed it that were used to flood it from below and above. Um, and, you know, some of those dorm nights, me and the other nerds would uh, get together and have some interesting discussions. And even way back then, it wasn't me that came up with it, but it was definitely someone thinking ahead. Uh, well, he was also a little crazy too. So, you know, take that <laughs> for what it is. But uh, he had said that, you know, if you were a fifth dimensional being, right? Like you, you exist outside of time and space. Um, our reality and our time wouldn't appear like anything you would understand, you know, to it, it would be the front yard or the Mm. backyard, you know? So when you hear that description, how do you know it's not the people who wrote it or transcribed it, seen something that they can't possibly understand grasp or fathom and that's just the image they're taken away with kind of like you know ezekiel's will within wills with eyes and of flames in the center of glowing and you know wings covering all these like how do you know he wasn't just trying to i mean think about giving like a cell phone to someone from the 1100s Mm. it's a magic tablet yes it's this, it's this magic stone that can do anything it can light it can call you can contact anyone and see anything in the world and you can plug in and 
it would sound it would sound insane, uh, mm-hmm. just like that does. It's somebody who got a glimpse of something that they can't possibly rationalize or explain, and they just did the best job they could, and this is what they came out with. It's well, like when you I give mean, a cell phone to your grandma, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, then too, yeah. Uh, well, I, fucking technology still blows me away. Still, it yeah. I think it's moving kind of slow. Slow down. I know what you mean. Yeah. But um, I still think there's something, you know, there's something wild with like what we have. Maybe what we have is just, I don't know. There's a good conspiracy. Maybe what we have is just the beta version. All the really, really cool, fun stuff is tucked away for an entirely separate living people. They're here, Mm, but they're not really Breakaway civilization. Yeah. Of just the elite. Mm-hmm. If it's a simulation, I'm fine with it as long as they keep alcohol in the simulation. <laughs> and see, there, there it is. Is I think that that's the problem with what we call it, like a simulation. Everyone thinks like The Sims or some video game. Well, it's real, but it's not real. Or we think Matrix. And I think that's a very poor descriptor. When you think simulation, you think you know an entire existence and of an eternity of space and reality potentially time itself is part of this is is, mm-hmm. is part of the base code fabric that this whole thing's web has, has been built around and tied into um, it's it's more than just a simple game you've just said something there dave that, that is like resonated about the sim yeah and you will have seen on YouTube whenever anything big happens, the Simpsons have already like had an episode that has involved uh, the reality that that reality was yeah. once. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It was once. Um, come on, help me out, boys. I've, I've, I've had three glasses of wine. Uh, that it was once predicted by the Simpsons, but the oh, the, yeah. the 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 the. the the TV program in itself, The Sim Sons, Sim. Mm-hmm. I never thought of it that way. I've only just, is, has anybody else spoke about that? Uh, the fact that The Simpsons is The Sim, The Sim Sons. I've never heard that. Uh, Neither have I. I've just made it up. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, that's, how, that's how we start things. But, I mean, maybe, then again, they have thousands of episodes. So, I mean, sooner or later, things are just going to start crossing, you know. Mm. Life's far more absurd than fiction could ever be. I Did, think there's you know. a in like universal glossary of ideas that um, people that are creative can tap into to like to almost to the part where it's like a hive mind where with anyone that's anyone that does anything like either is a maybe not photography i don't i I know people think that's art i don't think it's art i think it's an accident um but like if you if you paint or you write music we've all been in that position where you're in a rehearsal room you've been hammering out the same thing for two, three hours with your band, and then all of a sudden something drops. No, it's there's no actual discussion about it, and all of a sudden it's finished. And it's like, well, where what where did that come from? Where what that wasn't that that we we we, we weren't picking apart problems that just fucking manifested itself out of nowhere. 
And I, I, I'm convinced that's where ideas come from for everything is that there's this sort of fabric that ties everybody together where we can all sort of share things without really realizing we're doing it. Hmm. Like the Akashic field time thing. What's that? Uh, prime energy source, like all knowledge, information, mm. thought, future, present, past, God. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe we're all part of the same thing. We're all, we're all pieces of the same whole experience and all time and reality together at the same thing. Well, same that's, time. um, Ike's thing, isn't it? We're all, we're all the same creature. Like, uh, I've, exper- heard, that. I've heard that from other people. Now. I actually yeah. haven't listened to much from him. Yeah, experience. But, uh, he's the first person maybe. I heard say about it. It's probably it's probably not his. It's probably something he's got from someone yeah. else. That we're we're all the same creature experiencing time separately, but all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. My father that. said for many years when I was a child, walk, I used to go on walks, uh, just walking the dog, and it would always, it would always result in my dad asking me, um, "What if you're God?" My dad used to actually say that to me. He used to turn around and say, "Have you ever?" We used to have conversations, and he says, "Have you ever thought, what if you are God and you've made me and your mother up? You've made everything up. You've made your pet dog up. You've made this street up. You've made it all up." This is uh, lesson one hundred and one in how to fuck your child up. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I just, dude, I just keep getting a better and better insight into why you are the way you are. Yeah. That's- <laughs> Honestly, he still he still says this to me. To this, to He's this not day. done right. He's still just turning the screws. This My, is the thing. Um, Daddy Oliver's there. He, he, he hears the stair. Um, he hears the like the footsteps coming down the stairs, and he turns around to Mummy Oliver. Going like, what he. My da- my father has put a lot of this shit into my head. I kid you not. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> Maybe he's still pissed that he found out you were it's watching him as long as wife's born. <laughs> Ollie, private videos. I, next time, never next got time over you it. pick, next time you pick a knife up, Ollie. What if that knife wants to kill you, and the only thing that's stopping it doing it is your hand? Yeah. Did you ever think that when you're awake? <laughs> yeah. When you're awake, you're actually asleep. And when you're actually asleep, you're dying. <laughs> yeah. Have fun with Time that four-year-old. Have fun with that. <laughs> I, I will. Say, I, I will say when this goes on YouTube for anybody. When I when I put it on mute and I was talking over there, my wife's ass went literally poking across the, the background. You may see it <laughs> because she left the laptop uh, cable. Ah. <laughs> no clothes. I just had. Now? Well, no, she had clothes on, but oh, her right, ass okay. was in the air. <laughs> I'm just saying it for YouTube. Laying out, <laughs> laying out Easter eggs, huh? laying out Easter eggs to, to drive those YouTube views. I like it. Um, right, interesting things that happened this week. The uh, the hilariously now seem to be named slap heard around the world. Um, hmm. Dave, was it staged I, or was I, it a man that just took himself too seriously? I haven't heard a thing about this. What happened? Oh, you, come on now! <laughs> I think, I think it's, I think it is the mental breakdown of an emotionally weak person. I think celebrities play it tough and they pretend to be all these things, and maybe even they start to believe it themselves. But what you saw there was who he really is, 
Mm. He's a dude who sits in his chair and cries, screaming at another man after he just limp wristedly <laughs> slapped him in the face. Yeah. Not it only that, like weird. there's a size disparity between those guys. Yeah. Like he he you would think with like the boxing, like you would have picked fucking something up. Like you should have laid him out. Mm-hmm. Did not. <laughs> strikes me. That strikes because I, I don't think it was like a, a setup no. thing just to get views. Uh, no, the, no, I, I think but, it was legit. I think it, I, yeah, I think he's a cuck. Uh, his wife has emasculated him multiple times on public mm-hmm. fronts, uh, on different shows, like every chance she gets, really. I mean, she went on the world and told everyone he's got a little dick and he's not very good in bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just had to sit there and go, mm hmm, mm hmm. Whew, holy shit. Then she, she told everybody he has a friend. little dick. Yeah, his dick's not very good and he's not very good with it. Oh, dear. There's a, it's the whole thing when they did a sit down talk and what, live stream. What, what a bitch. <laughs> I think she hates his success, man. I think she hates it. I think he's mentally weak. I think, he, I think he's in an abusive relationship, to be honest. Yeah, very possibly. Right. Yeah. My fucking head has gone. Um, has gone fucking walkies. Who's the rapper? Tupac. That's who I was trying to think of. Now, I don't know. Do you guys know this? That um, she Will was Smith, madly in love with him. Yeah, Will, Will Smith's wife. Well, they, they she wasn't just madly in love with him. They were in love with each other. And they they, they saw each other for a while. And that was when... Um, uh, Thank goodness he dodged that bullet, huh? Will, yeah. <laughs> Will Smith... <laughs> Will Will Smith was around, um, and he's in in an interview talk, oh. talking about this, saying, uh, and he he referred to how his wife thought about Tupac, saying she thought he was the vision of perfection. Imagine still carrying that. This wasn't an old interview either, and he he was saying that they they sort of got to the that he they got to the age where. Nothing sexually had ha- sexual had happened with, with each other, but it was a uh, they, they were old enough where it could do now. And then he said a really interesting thing. He said, "But she was going out with the Fresh Prince," and I thought it was really weird how he talked about himself in the third person as his character. Yeah i I think she's a bit of a narcissist, and uh, is just breaking this guy's fucking life apart mm. you know if will smith came out tomorrow and said that he was homosexual or something i think the rest of the world would be like oh, all right yeah i could see mm. that um because well there was rumors years what well, well, it wasn't there in yes. the 90s yeah. yeah 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 i mean even not that long ago yeah mm. uh but yeah she's just really kind of cut off his old cock and balls there and uh she owns him and i he laughed at the joke Mm-hmm. I watched the whole thing. Apparently, there is a camera that was on them the whole time. According to the production team, she did tell him or do something. No one will specify on what it is um, because the production team themselves are actually coming under fire. So this wasn't just Will Smith winning an Oscar and his biggest night. It was actually the first time an all-African-American production team had ran the Oscars. So this is a big deal for that. The producer, like everybody, all of everyone, right? Uh, not only that, you got Chris Rock, who's an African-American. He's he's doing this initial host. It's, if you look at the seating, like a ton of African-Americans won that night. All of that is overshadowed by Will Smith being a bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
all of it. It's sad, isn't it? It's yeah. really sad. Um, but that got me thinking on how celebrities are used uh, to help move things along and why why they're like that. Because there's definitely been, and so this is one of the reasons that, well, this is one of the things that I think would point to the fact it could have been um, set up is if it was another one of the, um, what do you call it? Like the, a ritual, you know, the um, demascul- demascul- demascularization. That yeah, sounds we'll, like it should it be a word. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, rituals that you see, you know, it's they all these these celebrities before they have they go big, they have to do things in dresses, or then they get um, they will have a huge fall after like a, a huge, a massive amount of success. Um, and it seems to happen quite frequently. I think a bunch of that though is just people. Yeah, man, that's just like this is Will Smith's highest moment now. What is it? He said that uh, Denzel Washington said something to him. At your highest moment. um, The devil comes for you. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. In fact, I think. I mean, this is just a me thing, right? This is the Zen philosophy of Dave. Um, That you're tested before things happen. Like if you can pay attention to what's happening, you're either being conditioned or you're being prepared for something and you mm-hmm. can take that seriously and you can approach it seriously. Um, and you'll reap the benefits or you'll just show that you're not ready and everything will fall apart when that moment comes. Um, if you look out throughout his history, especially the past, past couple of years, he has definitely been, it almost seems conditioned for a moment and he's continually failed. You know, when he was live with his wife right there, he could have put his hand down and said like a man and been like, this is fucking ridiculous. You're a whore. You've betrayed our marriage. You've betrayed me. You've betrayed our bed. We're done. We're not going to sit here and pretend like this is anything other than you just being a whore. And you hate me because I'm successful and your career went nowhere. And I've got more hair than you. And I've got a hell of a lot more hair than you. It's beautiful. I do think it's <clears> weird how in these uh, these couples of people, people that seem to be in a similar, similar status as far as, um, let, let's say, cabal-type celebrities. We'll just go there straight away so so there's no mm-hmm. fucking about. Um, there tends to be a weaker male with a stronger female. I'm thinking Kim Kardashian and Jay and um, Kanye. Easy, Kanye. Um, I'm thinking um, Jay-Z and uh, Beyonce. Beyonce. Um, there's another one that had a head and that's disappeared, but there does seem well, the, to be. There was brand. There was brand with uh, what's the name, and he got brand, out of that. Yeah, Brandon Katy Perry, and it it always seems to be a um a very strong female with with but with someone that you would think would be Brandon Perry, maybe not because she was obviously she was massive when they when they were going out, but if you take uh, Jay Z and Beyonce. I, I, I would think Jay Z was a bigger celebrity than Beyonce. I mean, I don't know. I think they're all just kind of golden idols, and they're laughable. You know, they're they're like how like I guess the question is like how many of them are actually into the occult, right? Like how many 
Um, I would well, say not a lot. I, I mean, I'd say a lot of them would, would be willing to do a lot and maybe have dabbled. Well, let's look at the evidence. Yeah. Yes. So the one eye covering or mm-hmm. highlighting, it's for, for anyone listening to this um, on uh, on the podcast and not watch it on YouTube, I'm going to lash some slides up here. And it's fucking insane. It's There is no celebrity that you can think of that there there isn't any of this one eye symbology with and this whole like mm-hmm. okay symbol uh, over one eye it's too much of a weird thing yeah to be a coincidence well it's also a way to symbolize 666 but then again most of these people as we've seen with Will Smith and and any other actors when you watch their lives fall apart um they just kind of do what they they're told they're the pretty face. Like how many of those people did it because this is what they believe in, or how many of them did it because the guy taking the prediction picture or the, you know, director of photography or art or production mm-hmm. for whatever the shoot is like, Hey, just give me one of these. It's, it, it's trendy. Fucking everybody does it. Oh, okay. Whatever I got to do, whatever I got to do to be popular. I think, I think you would ask questions, especially when you get the eye thing and then you get the triangle thing. You I would think, think but Will Smith would lets other questions. dudes fuck his wife, man. You didn't ask lots no questions. Guys, lots of guys let other people fuck their wives, but um, I mean, it's not. Don't Are they wrong, really don't. their wives, though? At that point, I mean, I'm not knocking a lifestyle choice. I'm just saying, is she really your wife? Like, I picture yours. At that, I moment. think. Send Lee emails with. What did you say, Lee? Lots of guys do what. Lots of guys like are in open relationships and stuff, stuff like that. If you know, it's let like, what. What? What's what's the guy's lit? What? Other people fuck their wives. You welcome. What? That was too late to the joke. Yeah, when you have to get when you have to poke somebody else to set your own joke up, it's it's yeah. There there was a better time for that, but. Um, terrible, terrible. <laughs> I it, I've completely lost my train, fucking train of thought now. You, You're talking about uh, open relationships. Yeah, I'm. You, when you said I'm not, I'm not knocking the lifestyle. I, I will openly knock the lifestyle because I think it's the same. If you, if you speak to somebody that has is say in is say single and just out there fucking plowing the world through, there's a certain point where that becomes really damaging to people and you can see it, you know, you, you can, that you, that you can see this, there's something, I don't want to say whole, like the, the, they don't come across as whole people anymore. And whether that's too no. much indulgence or whether it's, we're not really supposed to do that. Maybe, maybe we, there, there seems to be something strange about humans, even if you take like any sort of divinity out of it and you just mm-hmm. look at it as animals. We're not the same, you know. It's if you yeah. get uh, animals that are just—it's literally their job to go out there and go right. As many females over the next two months are getting fucking pummeled, <laughs> and yeah. there, there is something. There's something about humans that I think suffer if. 
We we all know those people. We all, know, and I think it's it. Like, I'll, I'll probably get a load of hate for this, but it seems to especially. And I, I'm not before before I say this, I'm not one of the um, high fiving lads because they've shagged a hundred people. It's not the sort of person I am. But it does seem to negatively affect women more than men. But it does negatively affect men as well. I think I I don't think it affect negatively affects women more than men. Do you not? No, I think it affects men more than women. Not sure. I th- I think there's a. I, I think maybe I think maybe it's maybe there's some bio, biological clock things with when it comes to women where you mm-hmm. get a if you get somebody that's been a bit of a party girl for an awful long time and then suddenly realizes that time is escaping. It's it's a sad sight to to behold. Whereas I, th- yeah. I think men maybe maybe men have an extra five to ten years on them there. But but even so, I still I still think there's that point where you if you're if you're in your mid to late forties and you haven't had a child and you go oh now I've had a child I'm probably going to be dead before it's twenty. That's not very fair. Um. So yeah, I, th- I think that that affects men in this in a similar way. But I, I, oh, I, I get I get where you're coming from with that because mm-hmm. growing up, um, living in in a an apartment with a bunch of fellas and having mm-hmm. parties all the time, where well, that was, it was, <laughs> these, these these were my bros. Um, he, he was in an oliamorous I, relationship. I wasn't asking for an explanation. It feels weird that you feel prompted to give <laughs> oh, one, but okay. That deserves more. But growing my up, joke, my joke deserved more. I thought it was cool to sleep about. I'll be yeah, honest. everyone did. I'll yeah, absolutely. Everyone I will. It's, it's say I used to think porn was cool I, as well. Yeah. The boys and saying, "Look what I've got in my room." <laughs> Not literally look, have a look, but you know, it. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool if I brought a girl home. I thought, you know, it's it's a notch on the bedpost and all that. Mm-hmm. Where I can remember, we, we would look at at girls, and if if you you knew girl had a reputation, she would get the piss taken out of her. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that. I think it should be very even. Looking back at that now. You know why should why should a bloke get away with it, but a woman can't get away with it? You know, I I'm totally down with that. But back then, when I was when I was growing up, it 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 was it that's how it was. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. That is how it was. I I think there's something emotionally damaging, like to yourself, to your spirit, to your I mean, to your soul. Um, and I wasn't talking about the biological clock. That's actually what I was meaning, like the psyche. Um, I think women who have been promiscuous tend to bounce back fairly well. And I think a lot of guys don't It yeah. like leaves something with them. They can't really shake. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to really put into terms, but if you know, lots of guys who have, you kind of see it, right? It's, it's a door they open. They can never really close, but when they're you always get, looking through you, that crack. Yeah. You, like, like, you, it, you get like the 40 year old, 20 year old lad. Yep. Yeah, there's yeah. yeah, and then they turn fifty. They're still wearing leather jackets. They're still, yeah, they, they're still some can't get out of it. Start yeah. spiking the hair up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you know, I, 
you know, sometimes there are people they get out of a divorce or whatever, and then they just go fucking wild, and maybe they stay that way. But then when you really get to like the heart of the situation, you find that they were really damaged. I don't know that they can really be put back together. You know, I'm not one of those people that subscribe to everything can be fixed. Sometimes shit's just broke. Mm, you know, I don't, it just yeah, is. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure everything can be fixed. Yeah. Um, I just say that with so, the whole Will Smith thing, because every every just as Briefly go back to that because there's so many people now that are, are, are jumping on this and saying this guy should be, you know, I mean, he's, I think he, as he resigned from the, from, is it the Oscars or whatever yeah. it's called? Academy. Yeah. 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 He, he's, he's resigned before it was pushed and all this. If it's a normal guy that wasn't famous and somebody That's insulted, just- and somebody insulted your wife, and you felt the need to give that guy probably not a slap, an actual punch. He Let's be honest here. Would you not? You, no. You're only you're only human. And if you're going through a shit time as it is, mm-hmm. so in some respects, I, I, I I'm going to say this, and I'm probably going to be hated for it. I feel for the guy, but I also don't agree with a comedian. Um, being hit because that is his fucking job. His yeah. his job is to get a rise. And, and Lee, I know you're a comedian. Mm. You're not, well, you're not well, funny. I wouldn't go that far. But um, <laughs> you fucking would. The the thing is, two things. Will Smith punched somebody at work. That was a yeah. work engagement. You go. He was going to get an award mm-hmm. for him doing his job. Second, he just became a violent heckler. Both of those things, independent of each other, assaulting somebody at work or being at a show and assaulting a comedian just because you didn't like one of the jokes he told, both should be arrestable offences. And that's the thing. That should have been, even if he was let off, even if if it was just Mm -hmm. a slap on the wrist, he has to go and do some some fucking pissy community service where – you know, he, he goes into a school and says, oh, you probably shouldn't be violent with each other. Be nice. Um, it It's Agreed. never it's never felt more. And I think this happened during lockdowns where celebrity all of a sudden felt really uncool. You know, uh, you had these people in fucking multi-million pound bath, uh, bath houses. You had Madonna bathing in milk telling people how how fucking horrible everything was and how we were all in this together. We're all in this together. And you As go, no one. Milk. Yeah. No, we're not, motherfucker. We are absolutely not in this together. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I think that and celebrity is constantly now done worse and worse and worse and worse to itself. Mm-hmm. Do you think if Ricky Gervais had made that joke, he'd have got a slap? No, I think they'd been too scared. I think I think Ricky Gervais was too close to home. Yeah. I don't think he would have called her G.I. Jane. I think he would have gone right for the fucking cock of the meat there with uh, Will Smith <laughs> and make some jokes about August and fall. And you know, yeah. their favorite, his wife's favorite season is or his fat wife's favorite month is August. We all know why <laughs> it's kind of roll on, but um, yeah, it, I think the thing about this collapsing celebrity, which I love, it's just the it's just the fucking golden idol literally being pulled down. 
and I couldn't be happier about it. I think that's a huge problem in Western culture as it spreads somewhat like a cancer across the globe. It brings along with its idols and it's just all this distraction and things. Well, I'm going to be like this or I'm going to be those Mm. people that you think are like that aren't even fucking like that. Like, nope. And I think COVID gave us the opportunity to see past that. Cause you have people that would go live. Cause they're like, well, I'm a celebrity. I'm going to go live. Where's your makeup guy. Where's your publicist. Where's your, you know, director of photography. Where's all the things it takes to make you that person. Mm. And then when people actually see you, Nobody liked those people. Like, fuck these celebrities. These people are all yeah. crazy. <laughs> you know, they're out of their minds. Uh, I loved that. Yeah, I no, I, I did as well. That. I think I think it was the perfect um it was the perfect time for that sort of thing to happen as well. Because I, we've spoken about it before um I think maybe maybe last week, if not definitely on podcasts, where you know it's there's nowhere to hide doing like long form media like this. Yeah. And as you say, you know, there's no, there's no lighting guys. There's no auto, auto cues for this sort of stuff. And no, I, I, definitely I don't, don't have a lighting guy. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I, I don't, I, I, I certainly don't mean us, but I, I mean like even like bigger YouTubers. I mean, take, tell you what, take yeah. um, Logan Paul is a, is a yeah, perfect twat. example of this. <laughs> He's huge. Uh, do you know what? I quite like Logan Paul. But, yeah, yeah. But the um, the hilarious thing about that is, is yeah, his his character, his character, his personality is fucking out there. But do you know what the crazy thing is? That's actually him. It's yeah, actually him. Yeah, yeah, because he's he's had to be that person too much over too long a period of time with people seeing it all the time for hit for it to be an act. Constantly that's, filmed. Yeah, then, but that's the difference with like Will Smith's another good good example here because he's always been that wise, cracky, head wobbling, you know, um, handsome comedian type guy that's you know, always seems to have a charisma or a one liner Mm -hmm. for, for the situation. And lo and behold, secretly, really vulnerable guy might be a bit of a cocksucker. Yeah. That's probably why he's what he's I buy Cox I don't mean gay, I just mean might be a bit of a prick. I, I mean but, gay. I mean gay. <laughs> probably that's gay. probably why most of his depressing films are his best films. Yeah, I think probably. so. Yeah. 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 You know, it's like uh comedians, famous comedians, uh speaking of comedians, like when you get to know them, they're not happy go lucky people. <laughs> They're no. they're pretty sad and tortured individuals who are who are trying to find light and point thing you know terrible things out to people mm. like this is just their own version of therapy for them. Um, yeah, I think celebrities and the culture that we've that's risen up in the past eighty years around them uh, because I mean think about it that this level of celebrity where we have so many of these little golden idols floating around to be worshipped and loved and you know our money thrown at is kind of a new occurrence. You know, actors weren't the bee's knees throughout history. They were just, it was just kind of a, a profession and not a glamorous one at that until motion pictures, mm. which raises all kinds of things. But going back to the occult stuff, uh, I don't think all celebrities are in it. You know, I don't think everyone who goes to a spirit cooking session is necessarily hardcore. I think this is just an event that their publicists have told them you have to be here because everybody's there. So they mm. show up, smile, take pictures, they might even really know who, you know, Maria Abramovich is, but whatever. I'm supposed to be here. Apparently this will be good for me. 
So, so yeah. Dave, you, you, you spoke about this on my show as well. So you're saying that the actual celebrities that turn up and they, they put the hand over the eye, that is literally the person, the photographer that's saying, this is what I want you to do. I think so. I think, I think so, you're so, right. so, so who is this photographer or is it who's telling the photographer to do this? It's it, it's kind of, isn't that the history of the world though? The people with real power, you don't even know their name. Mm. That's real power. You know, if you like celebrities, they they don't have power. Like if they really had power, think about it. Why do you have all these? Who who are the producers of all these movies? Who are the CEOs and executives of these movie firms who made all these people famous? You know, we know Harvey Weinstein because he couldn't keep his dick out of young talent. Who are the other guys? who produce these billion dollar films who put them forth, who are the CEOs that give green lights and turn them down. Mm. Those are the people with power in Hollywood. Lee, who's the girl at the bottom um, with the star over the eye, the black star? I don't know. Cause I find that one interesting for anybody who's listening to this as a podcast and not watching it. There's a girl at the bottom. I have no idea who she is. She's very pretty, but she's got a black star over her eye do you remember bowie's album before he died yeah there is and that that is fucking dripping with occult symbolism that from the music videos to every song like those music videos are amazing like they're they're, they're, there's something about them when you watch them and listen Mm -hmm. that it does something weird to you i don't know if it's because i'm drunk when i watch them but they do something to you when you, when you watch those. Um, but it, he speaks in riddles that, that, that music, that, that album's called black star. Mm-hmm. And he keeps talking about this, this black star. What the, what, what is that? I, f- I feel like Dave might know what that is. Well, the first thing I would go is like, I, so I haven't heard the album. I'm not a big, like I like the music I like, and most people would think it's probably ridiculous. But uh, <clears throat> you like country, don't you? Not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you know something? I'm not a big Bowie Bowie fan, but that album is fucking amazing. And it, 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 if you watch the music videos to it as well, that's what makes it even. It's just it's it's like watching some sort of fucked up art. It is weird. So there's there's different frequencies that you know science is, has looked into that. Uh, not going to say things resonate, but your brain will react differently at, Mm -hmm. at different frequencies and things can be recorded in that. They can be overlaid. They can put, be put through, uh, there's several different ones and and I'm not that heavy into it. Um, I do think there's something to it that makes sense. You know, like chanting monks and stuff, they really get into the, the vibe when they're resonating at a certain frequency, everyone's chanting the same way and they've mapped out brain function. Same thing. Like if you go to like an old school Pentecostal church and it's just clattering of voices, that's able to generate this tone almost. And it puts certain people into almost a trance like state. And it, it is technically like with science, we can reproduce it. Um, the, um, those tapes, the gateway, gateway system, gateway tapes. That's whole. That's a huge. That's the whole basis of that thing. I am um, parts of your brain to work together. I've listened to a lot of those, as in like yeah. hours now, like hours. How's it going for you? Um, odd. I, the first thing I find with them is um, it's very easy to fall asleep during mm-hmm. them. Like even, even strange to the point where like the first two, 
I, I listened to the first, they're, they're half an hour long for anyone that doesn't know. I will, um, there is a YouTube channel I listen to them on. I will, if I remember, pop the link, link in the description for people to go and check them out. Um, <clears throat> first two I listened to, I fell asleep really quickly listening to it and then woke up right at the end. And I, that mm. happened frequently over like over the first where I'd listen to one and wake up at the end where the doctor starts talking again. Um, over, over the, like the last few nights I've been list, listening to them. Um, and I, I'm not going to say it's like weird astral projection, but I can absolutely listen to them with my eyes closed and see stuff, not things like colors, patterns, but a bit like being on drugs, but not, not quite as intense, but it's, there's, it's, there's definitely a, um, They they definitely they definitely the the more you listen to them, there's more of an effect that happens mm-hmm. when you listen to, to them as you go further and f- further and further into them. It's really it, it's odd. There there's the, yeah it's it's not it's not just nonsense. There's something there's something to else it. to that. Yeah, yeah. and um, to the point where I've I've been thinking about going back and starting to read about it first and read about how to actually use them. And then go back from at the beginning and and listen. I should definitely do that. It'd be interesting. Mm. Dave, yeah. were you ta- were you talking about the black? When you say the uh, when I asked you about the black star and what that could possibly, are you talking about frequency? Yeah, because it's funny you should say that because I want I want you to watch the music video black star after the show because we can't play it now because mm-hmm. because of copyright and what have you and I, we don't I care about it. that anymore right <laughs> i i urge anybody to watch it because they're there's the people in the background are vibrating really fast i don't know if you remember this lead the song black star the, the, mm-hmm. there's people are almost having fits but they are vibrating and then it turns yeah. to a, to a scene where they are walking on the moon and there is a woman that it, almost you can't work out if it's it, it, it it's if it's a man or a woman you you have no idea. It's a bloke that looks like a woman with a tail that goes to an astronaut that's dead on the surface of the moon, and they take she she lifts up the helmet and there's a skull in the helmet. It is the mo and it's got a little smiley face badge for the NASA sign. Oh, you pull it pull it up and we'll watch it. And then if when I upload it to YouTube, I I. Th- I, I I honestly think you'll get destroyed if you put that out. The uh, well, it, it'll tell me. And to... It's about seven minutes long as well. Oh, is it? I was just going to say it'll tell. It'll just tell me to snip it in the middle because it's I, that's happened before with me with reaction videos, where um, it'll just turn it, around and say, "Yeah, you could. You have to cut you, that out." You should try and do a reaction video to it because that. Mm-hmm. It, it, but but what David just said there about the the blacks black star being like frequency at the beginning of that video it, it is literally people having a fit but you but the vibrating so fast that it, it it looks like some sort of it represents frequency it's it's weird mm. so weird i can't make head or tail of it yeah no there's 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 definitely um there's stuff in that 
album that we haven't discovered yet. That it's it's more than just music. It's, it's yeah, more than hundred. I I definitely think he knew something. I or, absolutely. Or, or, or the or the people who put that together knew something. We not we might not be even alive, but um, the do you remember the interview where we had about the internet? It was mm. in the nineties. Yes, like it's, uh, he fucking nailed the internet before it was a thing. Before it was in houses, it was fucking wild how on the ball he was with modern technology. And um, I'm one hundred percent convinced, and we might all be dead by the time it happens. 100%. We might all we, we're probably already dead. We're in purgatory. But I, I 100% am convinced he will have another album out. That one day, one day, just sat there in the in the cloud somewhere with a, with a timer ticking down, uh, we'll wake up one day, and or our children will wake up one day, and David Bowie will have released a new album. I'm convinced. Hmm. Maybe. That'd be interesting. Brown White star, star. <laughs> brown star. <laughs> but yeah, no, on the um, on the Illuminati front, sort of, and uh, sort of celebrities. I I just wonder whether there's you get to a certain point, maybe a um, a Rogan or a. Who would be a good actor for it? Will Will Smith, maybe. I would think he might actually be sort of a bit further in, but if if not, that sort of thing where you're a world-renowned, recognized name and someone then turns around to you and goes, well, you've hit a wall, but there's a door that can be opened here for you. And it's, you know, that's when you get taken to that secret club at Disneyland. Why have so yeah. many celebrities got YouTube channels now? What? That so many celebrities have got YouTube channels now that from looking it's at you, look, looking at those ch- No, mm. there's, there's, some of those channels that you, that you look at they're in like there's 100,000 subscribers with with not that many views and I'm telling you now that ad, that ad revenue doesn't make that much. It does when you're getting paid for product placement. Mm. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that, Dave. Yeah, and it's I, I'm sure your ad revenue isn't the same as Jack Black's ad revenue. Yeah, they have an entirely different neg- negotiated price. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the the Black Star thing's interesting. You know the so many celebrities and very powerful people are very into uh, astrology. Um, and you see stars come up a lot. Black Star, I'll definitely watch. I'll check out. Holy shit, that video is ten minutes long, huh? We'll watch it after the show together. I want to. Wow. I want to show. I want to show you it. I, I well, wanna, I, I, I think it's. I mean, you know who the morning star is, right? Allegedly, is that is that Satan? Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. yeah. Which is also referred to as Venus, which is a hell-like planet. So. I mean, the, the air is hot enough to melt lead. I'm right by saying though that that I mean, Bowie was the star man. He he had the star on. He's he's had the star on his face. So mm-hmm. and he's always it's always been about this star. And then 
that the the end album is just i mean i don't know if you've seen the album cover uh dave i think you you'll have seen it lee uh just the white album with a massive black star yeah, i see it that's it i also see the videos him holding something that looks uh bible reference to a bible yeah with the giant yeah. black star on it i think that's the that's the that's from the track lazarus well and his album actually has a bunch of markings below it um yeah, they're like they're the star. They're the star broken up into different patterns. Yeah, I wonder if there's a code there. I I think that that whole fucking album's code. <clears throat> He's a creative dude. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, big Crowley guy. Big Crowley guy. Was yes. it? Yes, yeah. It was. Well, then it's not an accident. I mean, for for all intensive of the madness of Alistair Crowley, um, he was a bright bright guy i'm almost convinced i'm just going to google this on the fly you talking I'm about all... him being uh the bush's grandfather no um lamb i'm almost convinced that bowie bought crowley's house at some point really that's a pursuit shit the bed wait well, uh your man yeah. from led zeppelin did didn't he um, I don't know. I can't, I can't remember which one. I, I can't. I don't know that too much about music, man. I don't really follow it. Like the guy with the tight dollar. pants from Stairway. Oh, suddenly every yeah, I know exactly. No, I have no idea. <laughs> it's weird that you describe him that way. I think it's. I think we should dedicate some time to how you know him as the man with tight pants. Uh, that's from my G- Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page bought his house. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh, and. There, is, there was another one as well. I, I can't. I can't remember whether it was this house or not, or whether it was something. But I'm almost convinced it's the same house that, um, uh, the Chili Peppers recorded "Blood Sugar Sex Magic, Sex Magic" in. And if it is the same house, because I know Chad, uh, Chad Smith didn't didn't like making the record in there because he thought the place was haunted, and um. The Foo Fighters just finished uh, recording their last album in it, and they also filmed that movie, the Studio 666 uh, movie, where um, the the storyline of the film is that they are it's a, the Foo Fighters in a house recording an album, and the spirit of an ex frontman that recorded in that house. Um, possesses Dave Grohl, and one by one, Dave Grohl kills his bandmates. Wowzers! Mm. So one down, huh? But seems so. I, I mean, as a, as an alien UFO guy, you you know what Foo Fighters is. You know what a Foo Fighters is, don't you? Yeah. Never heard of it before. What is it? They were the um, what was reported. Um, I believe I'm right by saying this in World War Two, Lee, the little orbs. Yeah, they were, they, they were. Foo, was, they were. They were. They 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 called them Foo Fires, little flashing yeah, it, lights that used to fly next to the planes. I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm trying to find out where this house was because it were because Crowley's house was in London. Um, yeah, I think this house was in California. You know, the house to buy would be the one that he stayed at in Paris, 
when he was performing the sex rituals that bring about lamb. Do you know who he did those sex rituals, sex rituals with? Who? <clears throat> well, several very important people. But mm. one person who's pretty important that no one really talks about, a woman named Pauline Pierce. Ever heard of Pauline Pierce? Sounds like something uh, no. in Coronation Street. Sorry, the the mansion that um, the Chili Peppers recorded in and the Foo Fighters just, just did in was the, um, uh, the house Harry Houdini had built. So that's sorry, that, that, that's what I just thought. Just wanted to fact check myself because there's somebody about to go in the comments going, Yeah, wedding clothes have grammys in England. Well, I, I know who it would be. It's going to be Dave Smith, right? Dave Smith? Yeah. Who's Dave the, Smith? the Twitter account her only follows you. Of course it is. <laughs> well, he follows me now too, or at least oh, that was wonderful, wasn't it? Second, yeah, it second account that's just being created. Just to congratulations, you're going just places. Yank my chains. So, yeah. well, so back to Pauline Pierce, who was with Alistair Crowley while he was uh, with the OTO Ordo Ordo Templi Orent. I went to public school. I'm sorry, Orentis. Uh, <clears throat> that's where. I mean, so he he's been a member of a lot of things, and um, that was some of his allegedly like creme de la creme most successful like. That that's when he really started working in like sex sex magic rituals with the other stuff that he had learned and picked up and was kind of piecing together and trying to reach that next plane. And allegedly he met Lamb. Uh and he did that with Pauline Pierce. She was definitely one of the people there. Mm-hmm. Um Pauline Pierce is important because she is the mother <clears throat> of Barbara Bush, George W President George W. Bush's mother. Wow. Barbara Bush is the wife of George Bush Sr., also President George Bush Sr., also former director of the CIA. There is never. Whenever you you start talking about this stuff or anything conspiratorial, and especially if it's got something to do with the dark arts, it's not long before you say Bush or Clinton. It's never long. Mm Mm-hmm. It's really like again, like say saying this thing with like, all the celebrities covering one eye. There's only so many times you can have coincidences, and that's it's it's been my joke now with people. Like, I say, look, if you're not a conspiracy theorist now, you're a coincidence theorist, mm-hmm. because there's just there's too many things. There's too there's too many times that these people can have their fucking names brought up with fucking weird shit and like even even like i know we, we spoke in the last show we did together about the um clinton emails and the, the whole thing about sacrificing a chicken to moloch and that that sort of thing and people go yeah well it's just fucking nonsense isn't it you know it's just nonsense go all right motherfucker how many times do you message somebody like a joke email about making fucking sacrifices to a dark god mm-hmm. i can tell you precisely how many times i've done that Twice today. No, never, never, never do I accidentally do a satanic ritual and tweet it to a friend. Well, speaking of that again, so just to stay on my point that I was making with Pauline Pierce, um, she was in Paris in in 1924 when mm. all this was going on, when Lamb had reached, when, not when, well, I guess when Lamb had reached across finally to Alistair and Alistair had reached to him. 
and they made that connection. That was the same time he was starting to rub elbows with people like Ernest Hemingway, a lot of people like that, influential. Dave, um, Lum's the guy, this guy in here, the guy that looks like the alien gray. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. And um, Pauline Pierce, after returning to the United States in October, eight months later, gave birth to Barbara Pierce, who later became Barbara Bush because she married her George Herbert Walker Bush, mm. director of the CIA, soon to be CIA director named George Herbert, George Herbert Walker Bush. And then you had GW and his idiot brother from her. It's very interesting. Um, very I'm, interesting. Sure, I'm sure it was, um, it might have been the, um, the mansion where the, uh, the Hollywood mansion where the, uh, fucking cult leader. Manson murders happened. I um, I'm half convinced that that was the place where uh, David Bowie was said to have done a ritual, and they manifested some sort of creature in the pool. I believe that. That's it. It's quite a famous story where uh, one of the one of the girls that was there was famous afterwards, and she she explained how like the pool started bubbling and she wasn't really into that sort of stuff. She was just there cause it was David Bowie's house and she got fucking She's terrified. Not well, pools that shouldn't she... bubble. Was it not just a new hot tub? That's what I'm thinking. I think she just got scared yeah. by technology. That's all that is. <laughs> what the fuck is this? That's my new hot tub. Well, so I mean, Look, and, these and, are going to be massive. Apparently there was an 18 foot demon appeared in it. You know, that's, that's not a hot tub. Yeah, that was a bad dragon. <laughs> how, big, how big was his dong? Anyone Bigger write that down? Oh, I mean, apparently everyone's is. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you know, sorry, Will. Everybody knows. Um, so, I mean, well, here's the thing to talk about. Again, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if this is a gateway to other topics or not. We got to think that through. But um, again, to Aleister Crowley, man, it, it's hard for me to let it go. So I know we're saying it that that he could potentially be the grandfather of these people, but think about how tied this is. Aleister Crowley was kicked out of Italy by Mussolini. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, he scared the shit out of Mussolini. Right. Uh, Aleister Crowley had attendance and people taking care of him, and, and was kind of feathered and taken care of by the state because of the shit he was into and kind of who he was. There's Rasputin of his time, Rasputin, Rasputin. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but. Um, so he was he was kind of kicked out penniless. He was taken in by a guy named Frank Harris and his female partner at the time, Nellie O'Hare. Nellie O'Hare had a friend, Pauline Pierce. She was a married mother of two from the United States who flew over to hang out. And they all lived in the same house together in Paris. And that that house at that time is when he met Lamb and everything for him changed in a huge way. He went from just being an outside occult practitioner to being how we know him today. You know, re- fucking revered by a lot of people. I, th- I think it it just shows how everything's everything's circular, though, isn't it? And the, we we go through these trends because I think Marina Abram- Abramovich is the our modern day Aleister Crowley. I think she's on an entirely different level. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, I mean, yeah. you, you it would make more sense if these practices had been done and continued and improved upon 
Um, it would make sense. But if you yeah. if you're looking at somebody that is deeply involved in the occult and also idolized by modern celebrity. Did you see the Microsoft green. thing that they did with her? No, sorry to that? interrupt that, but but uh, Bramovich, uh, they did something with the. Do you remember the Hololens thing, or whatever it was going to be called, that Microsoft mm. glasses thing? They scanned her in full three D, and they put oh, it out. Yeah, and you could anybody could view it like view her in sort of why her why her yeah it's really strange i, I thought that um it why was why did you scan a bill bill why did you scan bramovich oh, yeah. i i don't Hi. right I, she freaks me out right really freaks me out if there's if there's anyone involved in this whole uh, whole fucking charade that scares me she genuinely fucking terrifies me uh, but the uh, the idea of using technology manifesting her in other people's homes sounds fucking sinister. Sounds like a high priestess reaching out to her congregation. Mm. Yeah, she she is terrifying um, <clears throat> for a lot of reasons. Um, yeah, and she's, she's old like, as shit too. Old as shit, and still looks really young. Like yeah, seventy-five. She's seventy-five. Yeah. She, yeah. She reminds me of that. Not the modern day one, but do you remember the the the, the Roald Dahl book, uh, which is no, uh, no. You don't remember the witches? Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. They, they did a film of it as well. They in the eighties, and she she took she was she she. She took her wig off and everything like that. She was bald underneath, and she had the big nose and all that. And she she had really crinkly skin. She reminds me of uh, the witch, the high wit, the high witch from that film, uh, mm. from the book. She does freaky. Yeah, there's something, there's something not quite fucking right about that woman. Um, I'm not. I, I'm not not convinced that she might not be one of the heads of the snake, if you like. I mean, they, there you go, seventy-five. I think it's a case of perfect perfect possession. Mm. Um, I think the interesting thing about her as well is that although she's old and she looks young, that it doesn't look like she's had a whole lot of work done. No, that's the really strange has. thing. Yeah, not a wrinkle, not a wrinkle to be had there. Well, they bathe in the blood of the young, so maybe, maybe. Yeah the the fact that so many of these incredibly powerful people and uh, and also celebrities, cause celebrities are not incredibly powerful people. Uh, partake in this occult nonsense. And I, I think most don't understand what it is. They just kind of go along with it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a lot of people who just go to modern church these days. They really don't understand what's going on. They're just there because they think they're supposed to be mm-hmm. or to be seen depending on where you are. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It comes back. Why is free will such a choice? You know, why, why is that matter? Why not just force this jab mm-hmm. on everyone? Why not? force all these ways no they're they're it's a constant propaganda war to get you to buy in to get you to believe yeah um 
Yeah, per, personal personal autonomy matters with it within yes. this. It's really yeah, free will. Yeah, the the strength. I mean, think that I think that's something a lot of people lack is the length of the strength to just stand on your own with your own positions, your own opinions. Uh, clearly, Will Smith doesn't have it. Um, no. <clears throat> but I don't think many of these celebrities do either. So why are so many of them? That that's where everyone comes, and I think that's what. That's almost the brilliance to it because every celebrity is into the occult. I've met celebrities. They're not into the occult. They mm. literally just do whatever they're told in that moment because that is their fucking job. Mm. Their job is to be pretty and smile and be likable and don't have any real opinions. Don't say anything out. Like, I mean, Will Smith, if you think about what he just did, he just cost Netflix $120 million on a movie they were getting ready to release because they were hoping to get a second Academy Award win for him. Mm. And now they can't release it. They're like, what the fuck are we going to do now? <laughs> Yeah. Um, the other the other thing I find it interesting with the like celebrities and the cult stuff is this. I was wondering what you, what you thought of this, Dave, because I've I've I, I've watched things where people have tried have tried to explain this. Um, I've only I've I've only got one slide because I was just looking for slides before before we started doing this show. But it's the bruised eye. And, now that I would give more credence to. Yeah, and. Or every every celebrity you find at some point ends up going out with a big old black eye, and it's really weird. I mean, for for people, to, I don't know who that guy on the left is. I don't know um, if you know you know who that is mm. Dave. He he looks like a seventies famous celebrity, maybe a politician for my time. You've got Madonna there, big bruise on her. The Pope with a black eye. Who gives the fucking Pope a black eye? Uh, well, you have the best occult library in the world. Yeah. Um, but it just see, I mean, Prince Philip as well, down down the bottom, he's got a big black eye. Who who gets close enough to fucking hook the prince? George Bush uh, had a black eye while he was president. Yeah. Well, I mean, and there's something for accidents happen too. Like, there's definitely pictures I'm sure of me floating around with a couple of black eyes. Doesn't mean. Anything. Oh yeah, I mean, again, don't don't get me wrong. Like that, I just pulled one slide up, but it's the same as the one eye covering. It's the same as the um, put like circling the fingers around around one. See, eye. there's more to that, I think. And and again, it it it's a perfect cover when you can get a bunch of people to partake in something. They really don't understand what they're doing. They're just doing it mm-hmm. because they're told to, or they're paid to, or whatever. Um. I think a lot of celebrities use the whole I sold my soul. It's just kind of like a fucking euphemism. Um, and they don't really mean it because they thought it would be fun to be a celebrity until they realized you're fucking isolated from the world. Mm. You know what I mean? You're you're not normal anymore. Um, mostly because you fucking live in an L.A. or Hollywood instead of like a normal town. Like in my town I live in now, we did have a couple famous people living here. I think they moved somewhere else and sold their home. But they just fucking walk around. No one cared. Like they're just a person, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. their job's different. And they make a shitload more money, but they're just a person. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's mostly those people isolate themselves. Like I'm hounded by the paparazzi. Move somewhere the paparazzi aren't. Well, then I'm not in the headlines and I'm not in the news and I can't. Then yeah, you know, as a euphemism, yet you've sold your soul for this. Um, do I think some people in that industry? Yeah, clearly, clearly. Um, but I, anyone that you could hardcore associate with it, you'd probably hardcore associate with the pedophile rings that definitely operate there and everyone knows about. And mm-hmm. again, the real powerful people, you don't know who, I mean, we, how many 
movie producers can we name? Movie executives that run these companies, like I mean, producers. Yeah. I could probably, do, I could probably do a good go on same with directors. But like you say, the the money guys that are the head, uh, the heads of companies. Yeah, you, you've no idea who those are. I um, I just had a thought of something actually where you were talking as far as the people just doing things if they were cool. Let's say, for instance, I um uh I I became famous, be it through YouTube or um i don't know whatever else the uh it would instantly become noted by somebody that tattooed on my arm i have three different triangles as well as as well as a mind body and soul brain eye and heart tattooed on my arm and, and cubic on the other you have children and locked cubic. in the basement, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. And cubic, cubic pattern on the other arm. And uh, so obviously, like I genuinely, I did these things because I thought they were cool. And I still you think they're they cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. If you were a celebrity for a second, your art direction, listen, you need to get this tattooed on you. It's trending. Everyone has it. It's going to be mm-hmm. fucking fire. Uh, it'll look cool on you. This is what you need for your career. I don't know. Fuck. I guess I got it. You know? You do what you got to do. Those are those are the calls those kinds of people make. Mm-hmm. Um, which again is yeah. I guess they're selling themselves out for money or image or whatever. But um, I don't think a lot of them really are involved in that kind of stuff. Uh, I think some definitely are, and they talk about it. I mean, you know, Bill Clinton's talked about his wife multiple times. She's way into seances, contacting the other side, channeling, being a medium, and he even referred to her as that during a fucking talk that she's kind of a or she's not kind of a, she's a medium and when she was in the white house she used to channel former dead presidents and shit yeah i mean of course if there is anybody from the illuminati listening um i'm pre-branded so it's less work if they get me involved and there's a good forearm there like you could get a big juicy owl right down the bottom of the forearm there. the right big, price yeah juicy owl yeah. you're for the right price lee you're in yeah yeah it's gonna be a lot of butt stuff and you're not going to be on the good end. And the right price would be my fucking soul. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have one. I know, yeah. More fool them. I'll be there like, they'll be there showers then. You're like, hmm. Think you're going to buy your don't know you're a ginger. Yeah. <laughs> Trick them all. I'm actually a redhead. There's no deal to be made. <laughs> um, yeah, man. It, it Occult practitioners, and I, I've encountered a few people that were pretty into the fucking occult in a serious way. Um, they're pretty normal. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not nuts. They're not way the fuck out there like you'd think they would be. I mean, I, I guarantee cause... Maria Abramovich in normal conversation is probably a wildly intelligent, sharp person who can definitely carry the conversation, if not dominate it totally. Yeah. So my best friend said, says that this in in the near future, like the lid's going to come off all of this, and it's going to be exposed. Maybe, maybe that's why we have so little recorded history of it. Mm. You know, maybe that was what led to the fall of Gobekli Tepe. Maybe that's what fall led to the fall of these ancient civilizations. The people found out what the fuck was going yeah. on, and they're he, like, he, burn all the books, kill all the priests, and everyone in charge. Start chopping heads off. He literally says to me, it's not long now. You know, you it's going to come out. Are you, uh, is, is your mate Oswaldo Franco? No, 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 no. That's this, this, my, this is my guy that uh, was in the NHS. 
<laughs> Just around the corner. Uh, it's coming. Um, anyway, I, uh, I, I've heard that so many times with things. And I mean, that was a big cue thing, wasn't it? The, uh, yeah. You know, it's it's coming. It's the this the like the trust the plan, all that sort of. Uh, I bottle. always thought that was an intelligence agency disinformation campaign. It was just too. I, I yeah. always thought it was to keep a chunk of Trump's voter base busy and engaged. So it was so you know so they had. The, the, there it was worked. that, yeah. There was that voter base that would say essentially, they, essentially, he had his own cult. You mm-hmm. know, it's um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I was, I was always convinced that it was, it was just to to energize a big, big, big amount of people. You know, there was a lot of people into that, into that thing, um, and. Although there's, although maybe the situation of like January the fourth isn't quite what we thought it was, or, or what we're supposed to think it is, uh, I do think that that section of his fan club, should you have wanted some sort of, to 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 do some sort of insurrection, they were a weaponized group of people that were rep the essentially ready and willing to do anything. Well, see, I was there on January 6th when all that went down and people went in. I was I was one of the first ones there uh, and stayed to the end. Um, I watched it all unplay from the sidelines mm-hmm. from a tactically superior position. Um, and it was really instigated by a few actors who busted in. And most of the people that they've caught were invited in because the cops opened the doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, there was a lot yeah. of video. Of the and the people who doors. really smashed and grabbed shit have not been charged. Mm-hmm. The instigators who they have on camera, people know their names where they are, have not been charged. Um, yeah, that's, <clears throat> it just it stinks all over. In fact, we, you know, I have film footage of feds there trying to rile people up and get them to charge in and, and kick in doors. I have them on camera saying that. Um, but again, the moment you put it out, it's pulled down. Yeah. Or it's confiscated yeah. by the FBI. FBI has shitloads of footage on it. Like one of the things in, in America, anyway, we found out that during the Kenosha shooting with Kyle Rittenhouse, the FBI had drones in the sky and were recording everything in thermal. Wow. And it came out at the fucking trial. Like they that, had the video evidence that exonerated him totally. That totally backed the entire story. Fuck. I think you just reminded me then by saying drones, like, um, Russell Brand did a video the other day talking about um, COVID relief funds in the US mm-hmm. and how much um, how much of that money was spent on tanks and drones for metropolitan police. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it, that's fucking wild. So we said on our podcast, I don't know if it's aired yet, what's going on with the Russia-Ukraine, how many inconsistencies are there? How many things don't add up? Um, Have you seen they've cut uh, all networks, including Fox, cut uh, part of Levzinski's, um interview the other day mm-mm. when he was he was asked about uh, Ukrainian um, Nazis. Yes, somebody finally uh, asked about the Ukrainian Nazis. Yeah, and he that. or uh, or they did they didn't they didn't call them Nazis. They referred to them as Azov Battalion or whatever it is. It's the Nazi and, Battalion. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I, I, I know, I, I absolutely know yeah. what it is, but the, uh, but, or, but they said, look, there's video footage come out of these guys like sh- kneecapping like Russian prisoners of war yeah. and watching them bleed out. And, yeah. uh, he basically says, is what it is. And that bit of the, I, that, I mean, it's, it's fucking war and it's war's not nice. No, no, but, but the thing is, I find the, the way we are picturing it and it's, it's like there was, there was a newsreader on, um, oh, sorry, a, a radio talk show. So we've got, a, we've got a, a station over here, uh, in the UK called talk radio mm-hmm. and Mike, Mike Graham, I think it was, um, was asked about this kneecapping of Russian prisoners of war. And he said, Oh, well, if, if I was in the Ukraine, you know, it's, and it's, it's war, isn't it? So yeah, you know, it's, it's just, this is, I've, I, I would have no problem with that. And you go, these, these are the same people which are calling for like the invasions we put down as war crimes. You know, it's, you don't have to agree with the, with an invasion to go, the rules should fucking match up on both sides. Well, I mean, with war, especially like there's certain things soldiers don't do to other soldiers, professional yeah. soldiers. And that's, you know, granted, if you're special operations or you're some clandestine and you're pretending to be a civilian, yeah, man, it's all bets are off. They're going to fuck you up. Um, that's just kind of always been. But professional soldiers on professional soldiers, there's there has to be some semblance of something, you know what I mean, to keep order. Some Otherwise, code. it's going to deteriorate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. I've seen those videos. I, in fact, our on Modern Militia, we talked about them when we first they first came out, and it mm-hmm. was unbelievable. Um, I watched a lot of it, and it was it was grotesque. And now the interesting thing they're talking about now is all the war crimes perpetrated by the Russians. And we had you know people from the U.S. of course very eager to go fight over there because they've they're hyped up that they're fighting this enemy that Russia is this evil enemy. And and I mean, I, understand? I'm not saying they're a fucking good guy, but I'm not saying Ukraine is either. That's, yeah. that's asinine to be like, well, they're a bastion of freedom. They're ranked next to fucking Rwanda. Yeah. Right? yeah. Women are willing to marry anyone who's not from there to get the fuck out. That's, that's not what, what you do in a great country. Uh, uh, that's what I've said to people as far where, when we're talking about bringing like, refugees and stuff over to the country. Um, I, I, I'm Regardless of what people's um, opinion is on that, I personally think that um, inviting any stranger into your home is a fucking strange risk. Like if you, if you've got a family at home, you know, if, I don't, I, I, I've, I've, my, my friends have turned around to me and said, yeah, well it's, it's, it's women and children. Well, it's not women and children. It's families. There's, there are family, families mm-hmm. coming over. And, um, I, I just, I can't, I can't grasp and maybe that's it. Maybe I'm fucking heartless. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. But I have a son, and I wouldn't walk outside, find somebody, go, you look cold. Would you want to, just for the night, stay? You can sleep on the couch. Be, be all right. I'll, I'll, make some, I'll make some hot chocolate. Um, I, I don't understand it. In the U.S., we're not letting them in their homes. But um, I, we are in I, the think, UK. I think it's a, a – Do you a, know about that? Well, it, I think it's an American perspective that I have on this is that if you're legitimately from a war torn country, um, that's what we're here for. I, I actually think it's a bit too difficult to get into the U.S. Um, mm. 
I think there's a lot of qualified, intelligent, educated people who would love to come here. And we don't take that. We take riffraff that skips across the border and it's like, oh, well, they're here. Hmm. Wait a minute. We're not going to take the guy with a computer programming degree, but we're going to take the guy with fucking untreatable tuberculosis who's spreading (laughs) it, by the way, to everybody. That's cool. Well, he needs help. Well, he's going to fucking die. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't dole this out. I didn't make these choices, but if we're, we're going for the good here of everyone, let's be honest about who we're taking and why. Um, I, I, I think America's doors will open and they, at least they should. Um, if you're a family and you're trying to get out, if your country's just fucked and you're like, listen, I can't go, it's gone. My town's gone. My home's gone. Everything's gone. America have a restart, man. I worked with, and the reason my opinion comes from that is I worked when I was a younger man with a bunch of Bosnian refugees that had come to the U S they were planted very near where, uh, this factory was. And so the factory I worked at was just loaded with Bosnians. Um, it was very interesting to hear them talk about it, like how they ended up here. Like this wasn't their choice. They were just on the losing side and things were torn apart. And they're like, you know, I lost everything. You know, I, I couldn't, one guy lost his family and everything. He's like, I can't stay here and look at this. And there was an opportunity and I took it. Don't uh, get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't think things should be happy. Things should be done for people that yeah. are like genuine refugees, not economic genuine migrants. refugees. Yeah. Genuine ref- yeah. refugees. Not the Syrian refugees that are all fighting yeah. age males who are abandoning their women and children. Oh no, no, not even that. Yeah. Just not. Yeah. Or, or the migrant caravans that you see that come through Europe and they carry yeah. on going until they meet, they reach the country which they decide to settle in. You know, it's the, uh, um, like I say, that I, th- I think that's more economic migrants than it is yeah. like genuine refugees. Yeah. Uh, but what it, I, I, I think governments should do something. What I find crazy is in the UK, the, um, the British government is asking people to take refugees into their homes. And if you take, and if you take a family into your home, they will give you 300 pound a month for doing it. That's insane. That's insane. It is insane, isn't it? That's, that's what I'm not, I'm not completely heartless, but I know in in your actual home, it's like fucking crazy. Why doesn't like, why doesn't the UK government just build barracks and put them up? Yeah. I think that would only just pay for the electricity bill these days though. You know, it's been doubled. I got to tell you, your electricity yeah. bill is about to go a hell of a lot higher. It's been doubled, Dave. Literally yesterday, it's, it's, doubled. It's, yeah, it's going to double again. Gas prices on the Isle of Man, where I am, for anyone that doesn't mm-hmm. know. the uh, I, I, always, I, I should never say that because I know, like, obviously... There's, I know where you live now. Well, yeah, well, you've you don't it know where take I live. Much but, to nuke you, but you have what you have. You have narrowed it down to eighty thousand people. So from eight billion to eighty thousand, it's quite that's a, a hell of a good down. jump. That's a good jump. I mean, if get, <laughs> that guy's making progress. Worry about that guy. <laughs> he started out with eight billion people. He's down to eighty thousand in a day. You're fucked. <laughs> He's gonna find you. <laughs> but, um, the uh, the gas prices in the uh, Alabama have gone up a hundred and one percent in twelve months. They're so your natural gas prices are gonna double yet again, if not mm-hmm. two more times this year. Your electric bill will double at least one more time this year. Uh, I have interesting inside information on the economics of uh, these things. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not you're funny. Fucked. It's kind of funny, and, and like the world is on fire. Funny, like all you can do is be in the laughing phase. That's yeah, yeah, all yeah. you can do. That's you know what I, I mean. 
I, I keep looking at start uh, sucking uh, dick on the corner or laugh. I keep reading the uh, <laughs> like the gas prices and going. Maybe now's the time to do the Will Hoff pump Hoff, Hoff method. You know the the ice baths. <laughs> yeah, now is now is time <laughs> because yeah, I think you're a little I, behind in the training. Uh, another not, thing I've been I've been telling you guys: if you think this is bad, you boys need to stock up your pantries. Basic goods, yeah. sugar, corn-based, anything that you like, um, you you need to do it now. You need to do it now. Long-term um, dry goods that will hold that you'll actually eat. You guys need to fucking get it. will never be cheaper than it is right now. Mm. Um, the the fertilizer required to grow corn, the fertilizer required to grow anything in Europe is, is unbelievable. Uh, yeah. You have nowhere to get it. You have nowhere to get it. Even in the U.S., they're, they're, farmers are changing their whole growth for the season um, and moving to things that they are going to be easier and more able to sustain. And we have our own fertilizer sources. It's People don't understand how bad things are going to get in the next year or two years. Because understand this food, this is just the beginning of the food issues. They'll last. If we were to correct everything this, this season... You got two years of this shit. Mm. It's just how it works. Um, supplies are being bought up or have been bought up. Uh, sugar. Sugar will be a thing you'd want to keep on hand. Wheat will be a thing. <clears throat> like, it, And that's if only, only if you know how to do anything with it. If you don't know how to do anything with it, buy the shit you know how to do things with. Mm. Uh, but I guys, really I'm telling you. And, and, I, and I believe I told both of you this already, that your electric and gas prices were going way the fuck up. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and and listen to me when I say it, it's going to happen again. And but this again. is the crazy thing. The, the crazy, the crazy thing with that was this: it's now being blamed on the the, the Russia situation, the the gas prices. Mm-hmm. But this was queued to go up before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before before Russia even did anything, mm-hmm. we were told there's going to be two price price increases between uh, the first one's going to be about twenty odd percent, the second one's going to be fifty percent. Yep. And uh, so it's the, the the idea that this is being blamed on the Russia-Ukraine war is crazy. And as we keep saying about the great the the great reset is that um, to reset something you have to yeah. fuck it first. You have to fuck it to the ground. So when I originally told you boys about um, that, it actually had nothing to do with the Russian war. It had to do with pipeline instability issues because those pipelines mm-hmm. are old as fuck, and several of the key nodes where things are swapped around had gone down and they just didn't, hadn't had another. It's like Russia built them in the eighties didn't do anything since then. Like much of their military equipment, that's ah, fucking 82. It's good. Leave it alone. It's still working. Maybe just maybe invest in a new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they haven't the U S and, and the, the, the gas exporters here uh, are going to be having a field day. So Back then, when I had originally told you guys that, you guys were paying $52 for a standard unit of gas. I forget what the exact measurement is, but let's call it a standard unit. In the United States, we pay $3. Mm. And the gas they're about to be sending you, already, the price should be somewhere around two to $300 a standard unit. You know what the price here in the U.S. is going to be? Mm. Five. I don't know where the UK gets its gas from. I, I know only 4% of it is Russian. The US sells you a shitload. Mm. So. Yeah, we're, we're, we're one of the greatest net exporters of gas, actually, in the world, mm. natural gas. Uh, we, we're we the Saudi Arabia. I mean, we, we have a shitload. And, and not only that, it, it, and the weird thing is, depending on the, the 
numbers and known fields and mineable fields, those numbers all get skewed. Um, so like in the state that I live in has massive oil and natural gas reserves. And most people wouldn't think it, but they do, but the state owns all the land. So they don't count that in the reserves. It doesn't show up on calculations, but it's fucking there. Yeah. Um, like, so, uh, this is, this is fucking hilarious. I was, uh, on a project and doing some work and excavation and, uh, I won't go into it more than that. But, um, as they were digging, they hit shell and fucking oil and shit started seeping through and they had to cover it up properly to stop it. And they also hit a vein of coal. Um, like it's just, it's just there. It's just untapped. It's just sitting. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, Europe being occupied for as long as it has been, at least in a modern way, it's, it's depleted of a lot of things. So it buys a lot of things out food, man. Your grains, your stores, your meats. Mm. Wait till the wait till you you start seeing meat rationing in your grocery stores. Lee might not because he's on an island with wealthy people and they don't want to see that shit. Ollie probably will. Yeah, that was. I found that really strange during lockdowns. Like we, like I said, there was like there was a couple of weeks there where we couldn't get pasta when Mm -hmm. while Italy got fucked. Um. But everything else was fine. Like there was, there was no fresh fruit and vegetables. There was no like, I, I was really surprised. I was surprised how like robust the food chain was because I that was the first thing. I mean, I, for the um, I could because I thought when this was creeping across Europe, um, and what like the the videos that were coming out of China at the time, yeah, I thought this was much worse. I thought you know it's I didn't think. I, I it, in a way, I was complete, completely wrong. Couldn't be more wrong. Like, not mm-hmm. only were, like, was it not as bad as what we were, what we were told it was, we we were actively being told it was worse than it was. Yeah, you know, we we were actively being misled with how dangerous this thing was. Um, so I had four months of food and water stocked up in my house for me, my girlfriend, and my kid. Um, and yeah, and then, but then, then all of a sudden I realized it wasn't, this stuff wasn't going to happen and I probably should have kept that stuff. We just ate it and drank it. Yeah. See, I, when all that was going down, I had, was compelled to really top up all my stuff. And then when Mm. I saw how mild everything really was, I was like, why the fuck did I do that? (laughs) And now with all this kicking off, dude, I bought that stuff at a hundred percent discount. Yeah. Um, it's unbelievable now. Unbelievable. Um, like some of the things I bought can't even be, can't even be had now. Can't even, can't be purchased. And if you are, you're going to be on a waiting list. Um, and that's not going to change. That kind of shit's only going to get worse. Are you seeing shortages in the U S now already? It depends on what it is. Uh, manufacturing car parts, electronics, like, uh, transformers for utility poles, I think are Mm. 18 months to 24 months out. Bucket trucks used to work on utility lines and stuff uh, six years out. Um, crazy shit, like things that we need uh, for us to continue. Because we're in, right now, there's a huge shift in the United States of it's a migration. It's a migration from liberal areas to more red conservative type areas. And, yeah. and I'm using, I'm painting with a broad brush. Those terms don't mean necessarily to international listeners what they think they mean. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if you're a fan of all this wacky shit going on in the world and all these governments, the people who live in states that are run like that are going to the states that are not run like that. Uh, and, and mass droves and they're paying huge markups. My home, the home I live in has doubled in value in the last year. And honestly, it'll go, it's going to go even higher. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. The mass migration, uh, and it's just people run away and you really see this. I mean, that just shows you that we're living in a, in a socialist X world because when those policies go into effect that what's the first thing that happens, food shortage, migration yeah. die off. Like that's, that's the cycle we're in, at least here in the mm-hmm. United States for sure. Um, with Europe and the energy crisis you're about to have, mm-hmm. Are, are having and man, it, what you're having now potentially is nothing compared to what's coming down the pike. Fucking I think it's nothing. I think it, the problem is is that you've you got you've got it twofold. Um, because everybody, anyone, everyone left leaning, and um, most governments. Uh, I, I had this argument with someone the other day. Uh, someone was saying that th- it, there's not enough being done to. Uh, cut down on CO2 and to help the fight against climate catastrophe. And I was like, oh, fuck off. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of hearing. Uh, and I, 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 get, I don't consider myself a fucking right-wing guy either. I'm, probably, I'm, more con- I'm conservative in values, but it doesn't necessarily mean I'm, like, I'm a big lover of those parties. But um, I don't. I don't trust any government now. I don't trust. Don't trust any of the fuckers. Um, Nor should you. But the thing is that when you've got like left-leaning people going out uh, talking about how things aren't aren't being done, every left-wing cause is pushing against open doors now. Every left-wing cause, and they are still talking like they are the fucking victims here. They're still talking like this. Oh yeah, well we're fighting the horrible right-wing people. Say no. The right wing people have just opened the door for you for all all of the fucking crazy shit you want. You've got we've yeah. got any energy crisis com- coming down the road. We've got massive fucking f- uh, fuel uh, fuel bills now, and you want to stop using that stuff already so we can use fucking electricity for everything. And you're like, first of all, the technology isn't in place to do that. You can't just all of a sudden take like switch flip a switch and use green technology tomorrow. Um, even, even if it was, even if we could just stick fucking wind farms everywhere, it's not fucking reliable enough. So you've got, it doesn't work. Yeah. No, but you've got this twofold thing. You've got this twofold thing where you already have a problem and then where everybody should be getting together and working together to fix that problem. You've got this fucking sect of vile fucking insects that are trying to pull the wheels out from underneath fucking western western culture and you know what the most fuck thing about it is the 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 politicians and shit advocating i guarantee do not actually believe any of that fucking nonsense oh absolutely not absolutely yeah, they, don't, they don't believe not. any of it they are definitely getting paid to say it they're getting they are. promoted to say it. and they're all buying beachfront properties all buying yep. beachfront properties all, when including the... bill gates who's yeah. fucking talking about the oceans rising and bought a fucking house right on the ocean that allegedly won't be there in 20 years. Yeah. No, it's fuck. It's fucking crazy. But anyway, we've gone an hour and 39 minutes. I think this is probably, this is probably a reasonable time to wrap it up. 
And what I thought we could do is, if we're going to go away and watch that um, Black Star video, mm-hmm. um, we will uh... we will do it and record it, and then that can go up as a reaction video <clears throat> separately, as like a con- companion video. If that's is is that a thing we can do, Ollie? You know more about Streamyard than I do. Well, you could download this afterwards and then just cut the end of it off and mm-hmm. you know put it in two chunks yeah oh yeah oh videos. yeah yeah of course yeah, yeah no, i wouldn't idea. stop and start no okay yeah that's fine yeah you're right that means i can put the audio up anyway and keep it keep it keep it going as far as the audio podcast goes you anyway thank you for joining me again gentlemen um i was saying to ollie the uh just before if we do this again next week if we're all free I think we should do it live. I'd do that. Mm. Put that in your bum. Yes. Yeah, you guys you guys need to start, you know, living in your merch life like I am. Oh, oh, I'm still I, I live merch. in my living room. Oh. I, I need a green Why can't my merch? This, this is my merch. It's just black t-shirts. Go and buy, buy a black t-shirt, but buy it from me. Well, oh, oh, <laughs> look, look, look. I want that, and I want you to. If you don't fucking make them, I want you to just send me like a three XL. I don't know if we have any more. Well, I didn't. I didn't ask if you had any. That was kind of saying go and make one. This and send this it one will me. never be. So this one will never be reproduced again. This is from when we were a gun company. I want right. that one that's on Dave's. I- back i want to smell it i don't need to wash no, it either no no i can it's, definitely it's, do that I, i'm i'm it's bigger than dave it won't fit me i don't think I, 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 there's too much smell dave there's too much chunk on me for that i don't one. know man i'm i'm right now at um like 275 270 yeah i think you've probably got less belly than i have well it's uh, you know yours of being a division one college athlete won't do that to you. <laughs> <Keep it> all <laughs> up here <laughs> Um, yeah, so thanks, thanks for joining us. We're going to go and do this fucking black star thing now before we all disappear off. You know, get to bed. What are you talking about? I got four more hours of podcast to do. Right oh, you've got loads to do. Yeah, yeah, but you're a, you're on Narnia time, so it's fine. Um, but anyway, thank you very much. I'll see you later. Bye bye.